Come with me as we dive into some of the most intimate diaries a person could share. My mission is to inspire you to push through during the toughest of times, too. Thank you for being here. This is Push Diaries Podcast, and I'm your host, Tess. Please be aware that in the making of this episode, there have been swear words used. If you have young children in the car or may be offended by such words, please skip this episode. Be sure to check back every two weeks for new content. Hey guys, Tess here. So excited to have you on the podcast today. I am always so excited to have people on the podcast, but most definitely, it is always a joy and a pleasure to have Jessie on the podcast. If you guys have not heard her first episode, it is called The Rabbit Hole with Tess and Jess. It's episode seven. Rabbit Hole with Tess and Jess, episode seven. So if you haven't heard it yet, head on back to episode seven and listen to catch up and to hear who Jessie is and what she's all about. And then come on back and listen to this one. Um, in this episode, we talk a lot about documentaries. We talk about current events. We talk about the state that our world is in, and we're your friends. We want to be here for you through it. You're not alone, and even though this isn't a live conversation you're having with us, we would love for you to be a part of our conversation. So without further ado, here is the very knowledgeable and unscripted Tess and Jess. Sorry. (sighs) It's okay. It's such a rude way to start a podcast. Just a giant yawn. Yeah. You think it's rude? People Dick. can't. People can't see you though. It's okay. But they can hear you. I bet people and at now home they're going to continue to hear me. Well, you know what, Jess? I'm happy to have you back on the podcast. I'm going to do my best to speak in a quieter tone so that I don't blast anybody's <laughs> eardrums. <laughs> it is. It'll be fine until you get excited about something. And then I just... Blah, blah, blah. And then it's going to get loud. Yeah. You're right, though. Although, I think our episodes, since we're sitting next to each other, don't have that volume fluctuation as much. I agree. I agree with you're you. you're not Skyping. Not Skyping. Yeah. That has been the biggest challenge with um, editing so far, is, like, mm-hmm. when I recorded... Anton Truer's episode, I had to go back through and pull out. And and the thing that sucks is you can't highlight multiple segments at once and edit them all together because it'd be cool. And maybe there is a way after, you know, after you, do you know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm not articulating. You're not, but I got, I got it. Yeah. I followed. Like you can't select, 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 select every single time Anton talks Mm -hmm. and then make it as loud as me. And turn the bass up and the treble up, right? So I have to literally go through and highlight, like, okay. But that's also been good for me. It's made me a better interviewer, I feel like, because then I'm not, like, interrupting or trying to give more examples or, like, insert myself as much while they're telling their story, which is a good thing. Yeah, I would be terrible at that. I mean... I don't think you're terrible at anything. Sometimes stuff just like pops in my head and it comes out of my mouth before I can, before my brain can like tell it no. Right. Like no. (laughs) Yeah. And me too, girl. I'm human and I have the same, I have the same problems. 
So, yeah, we just try to be better, and maybe one day, you know, you and I will, you know, and not even you and I, I need to do better. Okay, so anyway, it's nice to have you on. Um, I, in a perfect world, you would just not have a job. I mean, I know you need an income, and I'm glad you're laughing because I obviously want you to have a job. I kind of just, I love, I love what I do though. So That's good. I, think I would not. You wouldn't. You don't feel like, yeah. I wouldn't do well, like not working. I would like a little, like I think flexibility, freedom. Maybe not being, I feel like this whole like quarantine thing, right, has made you feel like you definitely don't want to be contained or like restricted. 100%. It's like unreal how many things you take advantage. Like I'm sure you can probably relate to that a little bit no, more but, than I could before this experience. No, but you're but, right. A lot of listeners are probably going like, oh yeah, you're so right. Because it does. It has a way of like stripping things down and making you feel well, more trapped. Yeah. Yeah. And like Zoom, Zoom is exhausting. It is. Like I, I dread Zoom meetings. Like I have zero, zero desire to be on a Zoom call. Oh yeah. Can you imagine being a parent right now having to Zoom call all of your, you know, six different aged children? I just like on top of working from home. Yeah. I don't know how anybody did that, but I'm not entirely sad I don't have a child right now. Is that, that would be a horrible tough... to say? No, because I think like I don't envy anybody that has to make those decisions coming up, like whether or not to homeschool your kids mm-hmm. or anything. Like I don't there are people I mean for for many reasons that are not planning on sending their kids back to school in the fall. Yeah. You know, regardless of what. Right. Yeah, having to have your kid come home crying because they didn't keep their mask on on the bus and they got yelled at by an adult or. Well, sure. I mean, that or just, I mean, could you imagine being a parent and not wanting your kid to wear a mask all day for various health reasons? Like. If I had a kid under the age of 10, I would be like, no. I'll pick you up. Like, I don't want you to have to ride on a bus. Well, and then they're going to have, like, some half-assed thrown-together vaccine that's going to be our, this is our moving goalpost, right? Like, well, once we have a vaccine, everything will be better. Well, if herd immunity is your goal, why are we keeping everybody at home, not exposing anybody to, to anyone, thing, right? any germs, mm-hmm. not just this particular virus, but but anything, yeah, it's and your immune system's going to have to do what? It, nothing, because it's not being challenged. So mm-hmm. could you imagine then having some, like, major insult to your immune system after you've been cooped up for months? Right, you're going to get sick and you're not going to do well. No. Yeah. Yeah, this, I agree with you, this virus stuff has made it really hard to feel like a normal human. Um, but yeah, when you're living with... Um, a disability or depression or even just being an elderly person, like sure. the fear of going out because they originally said, oh, it's all old people, right? They get this. And how do you feel about people going back to school? Is that a dumb question? No, I don't think it's a dumb question. I think it's going to depend on the parameters. I mean, what are the, what are the parameters of sending people back to school? Um, 
Yeah. Are people going to get picked up on the bus? Are they going to get picked up by a parent? And if they do this rotational schedule where it's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we have half the class and then, right? Is, weren't they talking about... I honestly I have know. no idea. I I didn't like the news before any of this started. Because it focuses on one thing. And now I I really don't like it. Like, it's all doom and gloom. It's all... And it's a political year, so that's hard. Oh, yeah. Watch this virus disappear in November. Um, no, I just... I can't... Everyone's just screaming the same shit all day long. Like, the same... The same narrative, the same mm-hmm. information... And, like, why can't we talk about vitamins? Like, why can't we talk about nutrition? Why can't we talk about lifestyle? Bettering. Why can't we talk about our food supply? Mm -hmm. Like, why can't we talk about these things? Mm -hmm. You know, why is the only answer, like, an injection or some miracle drug? people think we're fixable. People think that we're... Yeah, or like a car. It's like, oh, you need your oil changed. In other words, you need a vaccine. And it's like, I agree with you. Sometimes vitamin C or just getting out into the sunshine can be exactly what someone needs. The one the one thing that I've seen pretty consistently throughout this is that they've talked about vitamin D levels and how important your serum vitamin D level is for how well you're able to deal with covid should you become exposed or get it and it was interesting because i was looking at some information on um dr mercola's website but he had put up some information about vitamin d and there was a chart in there like a graphic in this one particular article that was talking about your ability to synthesize vitamin D from the sun based on where you live in the United States. And July, which is probably one of our hottest months of the year, like our, you know, between end of June, beginning of July, right? Like that summer mm-hmm. here. Hot. That's when we should be able to get the most vitamin D. You've got a 6 in 11 chance... Right. So that's like a 54% ability. It's pretty high. No, but to actually convert vitamin D from the sun, to actually synthesize it. Oh, only 54% of us? In our region, where we live. So in Michigan, it, it varies by state because elevation matters and like where distance from the equator. But so that's not that great. No, that's only half, and it just percent. decreases either direction away from July. So if fifty four percent of people get adequate vitamin D from that's the sun, literally half of us won't. Right. So, I mean, wouldn't it be a decent idea to get people's vitamin D status up? Right, if that's truly something that helps, why aren't they taking well, a vitamin they talk D about supplement? People, right, but they talk, well, that's a whole other story. Like, a lot of medical doctors will prescribe vitamin D2, which is not the same a as useful vitamin D. form 
of vitamin D. What is vitamin D two? It's just another. It's different. Not vitamin D three. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. there's a different. There's a different name for it. I'd have to look it up. I don't remember the and chemical name. Maybe it's even just how you absorb it or whatever. Well, vitamin D is what you want to have. The mm-hmm. D three. Yeah. D2 why are they like giving useless. people vitamin D then? Because they're because the one they can prescribe is D two, which is oh. useless. Oh yeah, supplements are crazy good and bad all at once. Mostly good. Why do you say bad? Well, just for that reason, like they get that, skewed. Doctors don't. Well, I feel like my brain is fried. Too, <laughs> girl, I, hear I think you. it's hard. I think it's hard just not to be fried. Right now, right now, yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen like the weirdest things lately. I'm, I just think we, we get sick of like the same stuff. They like, we're talking about this got me too. Like this got me real fired up. <laughs> but, I love it. Fired well, up. So, all right. So let's, let's throw a few things of, you know, this will. This might get racy. I don't know. It's okay. So, Say whatever, and we'll take it. I think it's going to be respectful. It's just going to be. You know, it might just be an unpopular opinion. A little but that's, saucy. It's okay because that it's, is okay. It's, it's a my podcast. opinion, and if you yeah. have a different opinion, that's okay. I completely welcome that because you're entitled to it. Um, but so I already told you, right? I was irritated. Well, this wasn't on. We didn't record this yet, but we were talking earlier. Well, yeah, you can recap it. But so we were talking about how I was really irritated because I can't, I have to be, it's not that I can't, I have to be cautious about what I put out on the internet. One, just as a medical professional, I'm not an MD, um, but you know, I, I have medical training. I went to medical school. I'm just not a medical doctor. I'm a chiropractor. Um, but we were talking about how you can't post information about nutrition. You can't say that you can boost your immune system. But, I mean, how about can we support the immune system? Can we support the body that is driving the immune system? I mean, can we support the person against trying not to become ill if they're exposed to every little bug that they come in contact with? But, and that that gets censored depending on, you know, who the fact checker is of the day. But they take it down or they say it's false news or, you know, people start arguing or whatever the case may be. And that's, that's fine. That can be taken down, but then we have what happened with George Floyd, and you can literally watch the life drain out of somebody on camera. Yeah. And it doesn't get filtered, it doesn't get censored, it doesn't get flagged, it can stay up there. Mm -hmm. And then you can see these assholes who are doing this George Floyd challenge, or whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. You know, and that's okay. Like, that doesn't get... that. What is wrong with people? Yeah. Like, what is wrong with our world that... You can't share an image about what vitamin C does for you. Sure. But you can see this bullshit? Mm-hmm. Like... You can and, see and someone I'm not get murdered. Say, I'm not trying to say that we shouldn't know that it's out there because I do think 
that a lot of the problems in the world are that people like to pretend that they don't exist. Yeah, they're naive to it. And I don't think that that does anybody any favors, and I don't think that makes you an ally or an advocate for anybody. Um, But do we need, I mean, does the joke of it, does the, the lightning of what it means need to be, like, put out there? For everybody to see all day. Yeah. Every day. It's like entertainment trumps common sense and common knowledge. Yeah. That everybody should know about wellness. Because, you know, since we were in kindergarten, we've been told, like, you know, it's important to get your exercise and it's important to eat your apple every day and have a cup of veggies and, you know. But, like, yeah, we don't we don't practice that. Or at least we don't talk about it openly on social media and just as people we don't think that we can fix any of this stuff on our own right well and i think yeah and, and we're so much more connected than it's we. kind of funny though it's like semantics a little bit and i'm gonna take it a little bit in a different direction because i'm not talking specifically about like diet right now but even with like saying that vitamin c or you're treating people with vitamin c that have covid well, why can't I say that I'm treating that person with this nutrient? I'm not saying I'm treating COVID You're with just, vitamin C, right. but I'm treating a person who, who has happens COVID to have COVID with vitamin yeah. C, with high dose vitamin C therapy. Like, yeah. why can't I say that? Yeah. Like, you're literally not allowed to document it that way. You can't, like, Dr. Brownstein, um, is a well-known doctor in Michigan was a holistic doctor and he got a gag order from the, the FDA, like yeah. a cease and desist. Like you can't wow. post anything. Your blog's getting taken down. Your Facebook's getting taken down. You can't email your patients, anything. Your and those YouTube blog channel. posts and those YouTubes because there were was put like up years of, ago, right? Or like they were recent of them that were about COVID and that's what got him in trouble. Because it was just out there and people were sharing it because why would you not want to share something? Yeah, like why that? would you not want to share something why that can benefit you? Why would you not want to tell people that the simplest thing, I mean, it's simple. Vitamin C is simple. Why would you not want people to know that that could help you? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. I. It's so hard. Social media, as we know, has been challenging all around, but this is another example of how messed up it can be. Yeah. And I know we've talked about, like, education, too. A lot of people just don't know what's fact and what's not. Well, I think it's hard. I mean, because I remember getting the internet in, like, middle school, I think, like, in school, you know, learning about the internet. And, but, but, before that, like when you wrote a research paper, when you did anything, I mean, you used encyclopedias, you used like textbooks, you yeah. used went to the library, printed material that was, you know, supposedly pretty accurate for what we knew. But now, I mean, everything is at the click of a button, and and you can't who? tell. Yeah. Who's to say if that's true? I mean, I could go on Wikipedia right now and type up an entire page on something and it could be entirely bullshit. Yeah. Like, you don't know. It's so much harder to find the truth now. 
And, like, something that we would have searched in Google when we were in high school, like, usually peer-reviewed articles might pop up. Now you're right. Now you search something in Google it's and advertisements you because you can buy clicks. And if you buy clicks, you get moved to the top. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not... It's not all fact. Well, before, I mean, even, like... You remember, I mean, I don't know if Google was always a thing. I can't remember, but. I think it's. Like, even AOL. A thing for a while. Or, yeah, like, Ask Jeeves was a thing when we were in middle school. Yeah. So, but think about that. Like, you type in something you want to know more about. And you would get, like, 10 to the bajillionth pages, right? I mean, there were hundreds of pages yeah. of stuff. Yeah. That relate to your search. But if you go search something in Google right now. It probably tops out at like eight pages. Where did all the other stuff on the internet go? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's control of propaganda, kind of. Who is showing you what you're searching for? Yeah. I mean, like you said, it's money. A lot of it's money. If you have the money, you can get on the higher. So anyways, that's fucking depressing and sad. Excuse <laughs> my French there, but it is. Um, yeah, it's stressful. And I can only imagine being a chiropractor or a doctor in this day and age. I would just be telling my patients exactly what I think and know. And Well, that's what I tell my patients. Good. But I just yeah. don't tell the general public. Yeah. You're like, this is just stuff I'm not making a blog about. Pretty oh much. my gosh. So what's it been like for you with COVID? Like, do your patients have people that have died? Do they have extended family members or friends that I have th- had a personal experience with COVID? I feel like everybody knows somebody somebody that has had it or has unfortunately passed from it. I think everybody has some sort of personal connection to it in a way. And I think that's what makes it so emotionally fueled for so many people like that, that fear response because it hits so close to home. Right. Or like they know somebody who knew somebody. So it's, you know, even though it's kind of by proxy, like you still, yeah, it's still in the news. It happened to somebody that you knew. Right. And it's in the news everywhere and it's on every, yeah, news station now. And I can't, I can't turn it on. I really, I had, I had like a moment <laughs> or f- four, <laughs> five or however many um, in the beginning of like April-ish, May. I mean, just trying to I'd figure out like, a, I don't even want to say a new normal because I think it's bullshit. Like this should not be ever considered normal, the state that we're in right now. Um, but... I, just like, just even tr- listening to the news. I mean, it like it made me so depressed and so upset, and and that that's something I think we need to talk more about is people's mental health because I mean, Jesus, like the stuff that's going on right now, and and now you can't even have like in person therapy or counseling like it's telehealth. Like, let's talk about how easy that is or how fun that is when, like, someone's thing, like, lags or freezes and you have to repeat something, like... Yeah, and these people aren't getting out of abusive situations. Now they're in them more. Yeah, it's really yeah, sad. That, you know, if that applies. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just... And even resources. I mean, you're right. If you're, you know, 
me, perfect example. If I didn't live with Tyler and I was living on my own, I would be dependent on caregivers that would come in and help me with laundry and help me with this and that, bathing, whatever. And it's like, that would be terrifying during a pandemic. And then to be told, okay, you can't see your therapist anymore. Yeah. I mean, every every human interaction you have to have is through a piece of cloth on both yep, sides. And you can't go shopping anymore and you can't drive out and pick up your groceries and this or that. I mean, yeah, it's sad. And I agree that the state that our country, the whole world really is in still so much fear. And I hope a lot of this can pass because 2020, I was so excited about a new decade. Like, you know, just think back to before March. Yeah. Like before all of this happened. Well, I mean, shit, the last time we talked, like Australia was on fire. Yeah. I mean, that was, yeah. like, what, January? Yeah, it's been a long time. And then, I don't remember what happened in February, something, but then March was like, here, hold my beer. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell happened? Yeah, yeah, because they were start. I mean, with it being a political year, yeah, because, like, Trump and Biden and other candidates had a bunch of stops planned, and they had to cancel some of them, and this and that, and... Oh, and we're still in this. We're still in this. Half the year's up. So. More. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, but that's all really depressing. And somehow we've already (laughs) talked about stuff for 24 minutes. So let's just move right along. Although once it's edited, thank God to the listeners, it will not be that long. Um, So, yeah, we talked about Australia being on fire. Yeah. We could talk about more fun things now. Like, let's talk about some good things. Are there any good things in current events right now? Sad that, yeah, my brain is so I mean, fried. If anything happens with this whole. Oh, Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. But yeah, no, so I was going to try really hard not to go there, right? No, please do. It's all over. This is great. It's fun to talk about current events. No, but with with uh, Maxwell being arrested hoping that you know stuff comes out right i mean that would be i guess maybe a good part of 2020 yeah well the fact that she's been arrested i mean well actually let's talk about we could talk about our current events yeah let's so i mean because we're both in new houses yes thank you so that's good that's exciting because when we talked last you were looking for houses but it was really tough because yeah let's talk about buying a house in the middle of a pandemic yeah you kind of have to like either settle or just pass right thank god and i'm glad you didn't settle and that you passed because oh yeah that one i forgot about that (laughs) i feel like so much has happened since then well, thankfully. I'm just glad you didn't settle. I'm glad you held out for what you wanted. Well, and now I'm closer anyway. Yeah. So, just so yeah, Jesse and I were only like a 10-minute drive apart, yep. right, when I was living in my apartments. Yep. But now we're a little bit farther apart, but still really but close. But it's like a straight shot. It's literally like Two one, turns. one road. Yeah. Turn out of my driveway and it turn into yours. Yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty close to accurate. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I mean, if if I wasn't, I have some of the greatest friends, like, around me. If Same. One of my very, very dear friends is a realtor, and if it were not for her, and, like, just, whew, I don't know, it was a rough process, How like, did it in the go middle of a COVID? pandemic. Yeah, like, 
Did you have to do virtual walkthroughs or did so yes you do and then there was like you could go maybe like if the back door like if you like it was like yeah sure it's fine so they would have to give permission like, like it was so so weird but thankfully like the house that i found and like wanted i told my realtor i said i really want to put an offer on this house like can we see what what's going on with it my brother and my wonderful fiance are fixing my vehicle so you guys will repeatedly hear beating in the background maybe it won't be loud enough for just them to hear. listen to jess because she has things to say <laughs> i think i saw the bursts oh yeah it's in there <laughs> we're just watching it happen yeah. Okay, so you so you looked at all these. Well, so the one I really liked, the one I really liked, I um, I went to work and I was like showing my cousins. I was like, "Look, look at this house I found," and my one cousin was like, "Oh, is it so and so's house? Like they just listed it, and that's over there." And I was like, "Oh, I don't know." So I pulled up the listing, and she's like, "Oh yeah, that's his house." I was like, so I ended up knowing. The person That's that was right. selling it. That's right. So I got to see it because we just kind of worked it out amongst ourselves. But how crazy. Yeah, that is, is crazy. That to be. Oh. Yeah, the fact that you knew the people that lived in your house before you. That's kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's super nice. So, yeah, so you had to look at it online, but then, or wait. You didn't even look at it online. No, we did look at it online, like, to see. But then you went through it because you were like, yeah, this looks cute. Because I told, I was telling my cousin, I was like, I think this is one I want to put an offer in on. And then uh, that's when we figured out all the other stuff. But Well, I think, I think you showed me pictures. You might have shown me a link. And it was nice. Like, all the paint colors are perfect. Like, they're livable. Yeah, absolutely. neutrals, right? Like. Yeah, I think everything except for the my office now is like a corally kind of like. But it's still happy at least. Oh yeah, it's bright. It's bright. Just maybe too bright. It's just a little like. How big is your office? Would you say? I wonder if it's as big as the office that I'll have. I don't know. It's like. Like it wouldn't take you that long to paint it, right? No. We could do a painting party and get that done. Yeah. I'd have to get all my crap out of the middle of it. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about putting... I feel like you have more stuff put away than I do. And I don't feel like that. And but you I'm, have been... You're being very gracious. Here in less week. time. Like, I've been in my house... Two months? Like, a, at least a good month and a half. And I just... My box fort castle keeps, like, growing... Yeah, isn't it amazing? You get and, it down. And not because, and like, I'm emptying boxes and I have more, like, free boxes to make a castle with. But they're, like, full of shit. More stuff's being regurgitated. So how much shit is this, like, that you kept as a kid and you were like, I want this when I'm older? Like, are you a sentimental person? I am. It, like, and it's so annoying. <laughs> but so- isn't it also kind of nice to be in your own space where you can say, okay... Jess, you only need four tablecloths. You don't need 12. Let's whittle it down to the four yeah, that but I, I like. I don't have things like that because, like, that wasn't... Your thing. 
Right. Just stuff. Like, clothes. Like, what's your kryptonite? What is... Oh, my gosh. Like, I have anything that has any sentimental value. Yeah. Well, I hear you. I'm the same like, way. Like, photographs. I have photographs that, like, I really probably could lose in a dumpster fire, and that would be... So do you keep those Fine. in an album or do you have like a photo box? I just have like a tub. I have a tub. I have a tub of photos. Only one tub of photos? That's not that bad. I'm talking like a Rubbermaid tote. Like a, like a 50 gallon drum. Of like photos. a lot of photos. But that's hard because you don't have them backed up on a CD. Right. Yeah, that's tough. And I, I, would say I keep don't it. have the patience. To go through it. And scan them all individually. Oh, no. Hell no. no. I have much better things to do with my time. Yeah. And the the truth is, it's good they're in a tub because that will preserve them. Stick them into a dark corner of your home that you don't want to look at. And just come back <laughs> Until to Until I later. move again the next time. Or you'll have kids and they'll be like, I want to see photos of you when you were, you know, 16. And you'll be like, well, just a moment. Let me go find my dark tub. <laughs> I don't know. I I would definitely not throw photos away. I hear you about, like, having to scan them in. Because you, you hear about, like, our parents' generation and our grandparents' generation having all the slides. Oh. And they're stuck in the same problem. You don't want to have to sit and scan all those digitally. By then, they're going to have, like, some sort of just copy machine like we have now. We just, like, load a stack in and it just, like, yeah, that'd be scans sweet. them all real fast. There's got to be photo places that could do that for them. But I hear you. It's hard. But isn't it nice not being either in our parents' home or in an apartment? Yes. Because it's harder almost. It's like now you can spread out how many bedrooms? Three. That's pretty big. And a finished basement. That's that's huge, girl. How's the storage? Are you happy? It's not bad. Um, the, Do you have like, an attic? Do you have a shed? Do you have a garage? I have a garage and a shed. Sweet. Uh, we have a full finished basement. Sweet. Um, there is an attic. I, my ass ain't fitting up there, but... You're not planning on going into your attic. No. Mm-mm. No, that was not part of my plan. Um, but yeah, it's not bad. It's like getting organized now is what you have to do. The the house was built in the 70s, so, like, the bedrooms are a little bit on the smaller side, and the, um... Yeah, same with here. So the closets are, the closets are small, so there's not a lot of room, like, in the rooms, but there's, like, the kitchen has a lot more cabinet spacing than I thought it would. That's nice. Yeah. Do you like to cook? I have a lot of shit. Can we say your boyfriend's name? I don't think he would care. Well, your boyfriend, does he cook? Do you guys like to cook? Like, are you excited about a big kitchen? I like to cook. I don't have, like, a big... I don't have a big kitchen. One, I don't like enclosed spaces. So, I don't love that it's, like, walls. Yeah, well, same. But you're going to knock out a wall, so... Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully that's not... Structural? Yeah, like a load-bearing. But, like I said, we might just do a giant window. So, yeah, we could talk about... The ADA stuff, like, it's, I mean, I was telling just before we started this podcast, like, the carpet is, like, mud. Oh, yeah. Dude's trying to wheel through it. Like, my joints and my hands are, like, we've been here a week and they're just sore. You need to get pieces of wood. 
that's not a horrible idea. You mean just literally lay them down so yeah. that I have a plank to just get have, to the back? Yeah, just have like a pathway. It's not a horrible idea at all. Yeah. Like, would it be hard to get onto it? Like, if you were just on the carpet? No, no, that's a really good idea for the hallway. I'm, you're kind of blowing my mind right now. Um, but we have talked about getting like a laminate uh, down the road or, or would love to do wood floors. But like the dogs and Tyler have missed having a carpet. So it's like, we don't have to remove all of it, but this is just more than we need. You also don't need this type of carpet. Like you could probably get carpet that was easier to roll on. Less squishy. Like, even if you just got, like, an office carpet where it's not, like, cushy, but... Yeah. Like, we're fine It's with carpet. carpet. It's not, like, yeah. wood floor. Yeah. So, for us, the ramp was the biggest thing. We're going to put an elevator in this place, but it's 20 grand. We don't have 20 grand. That would be, like, if your car just took a big crap and then they said, you need okay, a whole you need to buy car. a new car, not just a used car, but you need a new car. Like... I don't have 20 grand saved. So Tyler had a really good idea to apply for grants. Because apparently, like, you know, Michigan Department of whatever has grants for people like me. So I'm going to look at that. I did not know that. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Hmm. It's pretty cool. Like, it is cool. Yeah. So we'll see. We have good friends too. You're one of them. Thanks. The childs are one of them. They came out. All of them. All, all of the childs. Even the J childs. Um, yeah, they've been so helpful. Chris and Liz have been really helpful. I mean, Tyler, Tyler's friends out here in Michigan love him so much. Yeah. I am blessed to be his partner and, like, have those friends as my own, too, because you know how hard it's been, like, being so far away from family and friends that I grew up with. Yes. You just, you got to find like a good friend group and then they just absorb you as one of their own. Yeah. And I love that I met you through Lindsay and like, I was telling Tyler too that like, I need to like volunteer or get a part-time job because do you have, I just need the outlet. Do you have your master's? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Was just, I was, there do was you a, think I should get it? Do you think no, I should go back No, there was just a I'm job posting for like a counselor and you thought of me for yeah with like social work and stuff but one of the requirements was a master's yeah you know the first social work job i got before i got diagnosed that was a master's level it said master's level preferred on the job posting but they hired me so see but you're just fantastic so thank you you're welcome i think you're fantastic too but yeah anyways so sorry Went on a tangent there, but yeah, socializing, important during well, pandemic. this is down the rabbit hole. It is. So. It's just right. It's just how we roll. Right on track. Just ADD thoughts. Yep. Follow the rabbit. Yep. So now, anything else you want to share about your house? Your yard. Bella loves the yard. Your dog's here. She is. We need to talk more about you. <laughs> I want to hear more about the move. How did it go getting your doggy and your man here? The, it was good. Um... I have also amazing friends, like, that are not related to our previously discussed ones. And, yeah. I mean, just being around, being available to help me move, like, cause, because Adam's not, wasn't He wasn't here, here yet. Yeah, yeah. He came after. Um, and I'm no helping. I'm no help hauling boxes. <laughs> but what? I love you. We could just hook up a tow rope to I the mean, back. you're not wrong. And just, just get you cruising. 
Um, no, but so, I mean, he, I found this like China cabinet and dining room table that I wanted and he was like, okay, well like, well, your parents have a trailer, like I'll come over and get you and take the trailer and we'll get the stuff. So I just, um, and my parents were a huge help. My brother, like everybody good, just kind of trying to get everything out of my parents' house. But that's how I acquired a box for castle. Right. Cause everything just got dumped because I am a procrastinator. Well, and when you're a kid, like, you didn't know. Well, not, the worst part is most of it's, like, not a lot from my childhood. It is. But even the last A lot of my schooling. So. Yeah, you don't want to throw that I out. I spent, like, 14 years in school and, like, my student loan debt is, like. Pretty great. Six figures. That's okay. So. I mean, that sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. But, I mean, it's. One of those things, and I mean, it is, like, the better part of six figures, <laughs> like, and I think it's, like, this is what I have to show for it, like, my textbooks, my notes, like, my papers, my, all of it, so, <laughs> even, like. Yeah, what do you do with that stuff? I mean, I keep it as is a it reference. That would be the hope one day. By, I mean, but I'm sure by class or by year. Sure, it is. But, I mean, it's all in boxes. I have to put it pull up. It out, you know, yeah. I have to pull it out and sort it. And What are we talking? Like 10 boxes? I have so much. Like, my textbooks are in so many boxes because you put more than, like, three in a text, in a, in a box and you're not moving it. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's hard. So much. Well. And maybe you'll just hang on to them for the next 10 years and then you'll realize, like, okay, haven't touched this in 20 years. I'm going to start getting rid of some stuff. And I already purged, like, a lot of stuff before I moved the last time. Well, that's good. Yeah. I don't think it's weird that you're holding on to, like, your educational artifacts, especially the ones you did. I wonder about the textbooks because as... But it goes back to what we talked about with the the internet. That's true. It goes back. Like, I just want a... No, that's very true. I want a source of information. That's trusted. That I don't have to, like, question. And the nice thing about what you studied is it doesn't really expire, right? Like, nutrients, that doesn't expire. Sure, we learn things that affect it. You learn more things or you learn more accurate things because some of the stuff that you're but taught- it's not like it's a attorney book from the 90s like no you are saving stuff that's beneficial still so i get it I, i'm sure that's hard plus there's always that thing right there's that thing that they're like you'll never see this in school and then four years into practice that's it's right there and you're like shit where is that information like i know there was some specific stuff about this like where yeah is it? And I remember, I remember when I first started at work, I was so, like, so hung up on needing to know everything, like, just needing to have all the answers. And my uncle was like, you don't, you don't have to know everything. You just have to be able to say that you don't know and then know where to find the answer. And so I think that's a lot of my notes and my books and I mean, that's where my answers are. It's not on the internet. And it's yeah. not on Dr. No, Google or I think whatever. that's good that you're hanging on to some of that stuff, especially if it makes you a better professional. 
And it sounds like it could, you know? Yeah. It'll, like, keep you competent, I guess. You'll be able to look back at something and look something up or... It is hard. I'm I'm glad, though, that you have such good coworkers and, like, it's a family business. And yeah. you guys all know what you're doing, so... It is nice. Mm-hmm. So tell me about your move. Well, what do you so, want to Because, like, all of a sudden you were just like, oh, hey, we have a house. Yeah, so... Yeah, so it's kind of sad, but Tyler's grandparents were going through some health issues and just not, they weren't feeling very comfortable about living and maintaining a home that um, is, you know, there's like almost four acres here. This is, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. It is like so beautiful and peaceful. It's like a... You need some water, like a water feature. Yeah, Tyler's friend wants us to put a pond in the bottom of that You need one. I'm for it. Yeah. Be yes. pretty sweet. Like I Do you want a natural pond or like a chlorine pond? Natural pond. I don't want chlorine. That goes back to that fun little tidbit on the uh what were you looking at? Oh, flame retardant. Oh yeah. And how There's it messes gross... with your thyroid. Yeah. Chlorine does the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Um chemicals. Yeah. I need to figure out what that documentary was on Netflix that I was yeah, watching. Yeah, send that to me because I'd like to watch it. Mm-hmm. It's always nice to – sometimes I feel like when you look at the title of a documentary or you look at, like, the picture – It doesn't the, always – You're like, I don't know if yeah, I want to watch this. It doesn't but always – But you know what I did watch the other day? I started watching The Business of Drugs. Is that on Netflix? It is on Netflix. That's about Big Pharma? No, it's about – like, the business side of all of these illicit drugs. Oh, like marijuana, heroin, cocaine. Synthetics, uh, opioids. Yeah, meth. It's crazy. What What was crazy about it? I want to hear this because I want to watch that. I, it, just like... What was it called? Big? The Business of Drugs. I'm just going to throw yeah. that in that tab so I don't forget about throw it. Throw it in the tab, but then you should read what it's about. Okay. To, like, to the listeners. To our listeners. Because I... It, oh, yeah. I, I was just, like, overwhelmed by the whole thing. All right. Well, this looks very interesting. Now, when you say overwhelmed, do you mean how it's all tied in together with our economy? Just, like, how it happens. I don't know. It's just, like, so crazy to me. You ever... You, you don't think about it because you're like not a, a totally drug dealer. Different world, and you're like, I, "This my does mind not... is blown." Yeah, it was like one of those things. Well, that's good. So this came out in 2020, and there's one season. Does that mean? Oh, and so there's multiple. Okay, so it looks like there's different episodes. There's six. There's one on cocaine, synthetics, heroin, meth, cannabis, and opioids. But the cannabis one was crazy because they were talking about right, like so many states have made it legal, both medicinally and recreationally. But at a federal level, it is still a huge problem. Illegal. Yeah. And so eighty percent of the state's cannabis sales occur on the black market. Yeah. Because people are getting robbed for all the cash because they can't put the cash in the bank. Because it's a cash business because they can't bank the money because it's, it's illegal. illegal federally. Oh wow. Like, it's, it's just crazy. It just blew my mind. And I know if I sat and, like, thought about it logically, it's like, sure, of course that makes sense. But but not on that scale, maybe, you didn't realize. No, I mean, but I just, who sits around and thinks about these things? No, especially if you're not a drug dealer. I mean, not me. Um, did you ever see The Business of Being Born on Netflix? That was really good. 
Mm-mm. Do- documentaries. I love documentaries. I like them too, but I have to watch them with somebody or someone else has to put it on for me. Uh, dude, I do not Afflicted? remember. What should I type in to find this documentary? Chemicals. Is it called Afflicted? Is it that one? Mm-hmm. No. I think it's called Stink. Chemicals in our stink? I think it's called stink. I think it's that one. Maybe it is this one. I think that was the new one that was like a huge... Yeah, see, and I'm terrible because I think I watched this documentary I'm talking about like six years ago. Mm, Well, this one looks like it would definitely talk about what I'm saying. 2015? After noting a strange odor in his child's pajamas, a single dad searched for the source uncovers potentially toxic secrets of the chemical industry yeah i mean you even think about like preservatives i mean it's gross baffling symptoms chronic show illnesses well that looks really good too though the story of plastic overload the devil we know the human experiment was that it I'm going to have to look it up and let you know. Toxic Beauty is un- probably another one, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's really good. I think I've heard about that one, too. Is this it? Sean Penn? Mm-hmm. I feel like this is all one of those things, though, that people are like, oh, this is a conspiracy theory. Why? Because you don't like what it's this, saying? This is it. The human experiment. Because I okay. remember that image. It's very good. No, I agree with you. People don't like what they're saying, so they just immediately dismiss it as a hoax. But think about all the makeup, all the food labels, right? Processed foods aren't good for us. We know this. Genetically modified foods. Aren't good for us. We know that. Roundup, glyphosate. There's a reason that Roundup is getting cancer lawsuits. Right. Because people are... So why is it in our food? Mm Mm-hmm. Right. It's literally... Isn't that in, like, Cheerios? Yes. It's in, it's in a bunch of kids' cereal. And corn, yep. It's a neurotoxin. Yeah. So, like, you're feeding your children neuro- neurotoxins. Toxic material. And their children. They're growing up on yeah. this stuff. Hey there. I'm a born Minnesotan, now Michigan girl, whose life was thrown into an ineffable state of uncertainty in 2014. I was 24 years old and diagnosed with a rare, deadly tumor. Superhuman doctors at the Mayo Clinic of Rochester, Minnesota saved my life by cutting me in half, then putting me back together again with my leg bone. We decided to put me in a cauldron full of chemotherapy drugs for nearly a year in hopes of killing the mutated cells, while my incisions in my skin from three days of surgery took seven months to heal. It was so tough, but I'm so glad I'm here with you all on the other side. My fiance Tyler and I have started creating bonus content for our Patreon supporters. Patreon gives creators the tools needed to acquire, manage, and energize their paying patrons. Having to ask people for money is difficult, and your support of this show is greatly appreciated. Thank you for sharing in my dream, and be sure to check out the bonus content online at patreon.com for slash push diaries podcast let's get back to the show i mean to say that it's all a conspiracy is baloney and ridiculous and people need to and i'm gonna sound like a jerk but they need to find an education to learn more about nutrition labels and warning labels because even the 5g too 
I mean, that's something like people We were just, talking about this, weren't we, a little we bit? We were, but there's another documentary. It's called Take Back Your Power. And it's talking about smart meters and EMF and, like, 5G radiation and microwaves. Yeah. Because, like, men aren't even... Men and women aren't supposed to put their laptop on their reproductive area. Right. Because it's Because it literally... Yeah. <clears throat> Can I bring up another really random thing? I just Please had do. A this is called rabbit hole head. for a reason, babe. I know. But, like, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back a little bit. Um, Please do. So I I have a friend of mine that was in the service and then worked kind of in some film stuff for a little while or kind of went to school for some film things. And and they were telling me about um, priming. And I was like, oh, well, tell me a little bit more about that. And they were saying it's when, you know, they put things in TV shows or videos movies, things like that about really crazy like plot things and then stuff happens and we see it unfold like in in these shows and then a few years later this happens for real. Yeah. And that it's supposed to make it so that we aren't shocked by it or we don't react to it or we just kind of go with the flow and we're like, okay, yeah, government, tell me what to do. So... I just kind of was like, yeah, okay, you know, because you're just, you're listening to somebody tell you something and it's not your area of expertise. So, you know, you just kind of take it at face value and, you know, if it bothers you enough or you want to know more about it, like, right, go do your research. But so I was watching the show, The Designated Survivor. Have you seen that one with Kiefer Sutherland? It's the president uh, well, basically the whole White House gets, like, blown up. And there's a designated survivor that's supposed to take over as president if this happens. Oh, this is within... This just came out within the last, like, five years, didn't it? Right. I guess so, I do vaguely remember that. Okay. So it was on mainstream TV for a little while, and now it's on Netflix. But so I just watched the last season again. Oh, God. There was a respiratory virus... Interesting. ...that was affecting people with darker pigmented skin more than others isn't that with fair skin yeah which is similar to how the coronavirus which is because of vitamin d yep and so yes and so then they find the person that does it they find the thing that's driving this to be happening And what they find out is that while they were working on genetically engineering this virus, it initially showed up like a respiratory illness. They got it really bad and then they recovered. Well, what it was actually doing was sterilizing the population of people with darker pigmented skin. And so, and it was about the electoral college and voting demographics and like gerrymandering and so it was like this is the weirdest um put coincidence in quotes because like but is it i don't i mean it is just it was literally sterilizing these people in the show yeah like they couldn't have babies anymore right and it was to get rid of a a population of Of people people in a voting demographic so that a particular political party 
could basically reign supreme because they were losing their demographic, you know, the constituents that they wanted. So then how does this affect people that are older then? Did it say anything about... It wasn't about that. It didn't say anything about age, because I think about that all the time. Well, no, but I mean, I can say something to that just in general, like as for this virus, but I mean, because their skin is thinner, they don't have as much fat. Vitamin D is They're fat. weaker. Vitamin D is fat soluble. So if you don't have oh, if you're, any if you fat don't have to fat. store oh, or to convert okay. and they're not supplementing, Got you. then your vitamin D status is going to be lower. Right. Plus you think about if, how many of them are really able to get out in the sun. Right. Or even exercise. Right. Well, and I just think that's so sad. I think it's so sad that we dump, and this is my gerontological rabbit hole now that I'm going down, but it's like... We don't take care of our elderly in this no. country. We don't do a good job of that. Sad. Yeah. It's like you live your whole life. You know, we're, we feel valuable. We're 30, you know, we're 30 to 40 years old. And it's like in 20 years, in 40 years from now, like we're going to slowly lose more and more of our abilities and feel like we're not cared about. Like that sucks. Yep. We love our grandparents, you know, but... Yeah, that's our um, society doesn't care about the elderly. I think it's one of those things that's like easy to not pay too much attention to, like if it doesn't resonate do. with you. Yeah. But I the last it was like two years ago, probably just going through this with my grandma, um, you just I mean, you really have a a whole new like I don't even want to say appreciation because I don't think that's the right word, but just like, just more awareness, like a, a personal awareness mm-hmm. and connection to what resources or lack of resources are out there and like the type of people that are available to care for them. And just, I don't know, it's very disheartening to see how, how we treat our elderly in this country. Right. Or anybody different than the yeah. straight white male. Sure. I mean, yeah, I feel like that even with my disability, it's really disheartening to see how hard it is to get co- like coverage on catheters. Like, I'm not asking for much. I'm asking to be able to pee, right? Right. But it, the doctors and the insurance company, Medicare, Medicaid, are constantly going back and forth. Well, how many does she need? How many does she need? It's like my... Well, however many fucking she needs. Like, why is it... My prescription keeps changing, and you're right. It's like... But we can keep Narcan in the hands of our EMS and police officers to save people who don't give a shit if they're alive or not. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, I want them to have the Narcan, too, but it's like, yeah, it's just very skewed. It seems very unbalanced. Their profit margin is probably low. Yeah. Yeah. Why invest in an elderly or disabled person when we could be gone tomorrow because we're weaker? That's that's ridiculous. That's what it feels like. Um, so anyway, that's pretty freaking depressing. But yeah. Well, but I mean. Yeah. You know, we got to talk about these things. We right? do. I mean, because. We do. We have to. I, and that's one big reason why I wanted to do this podcast is like. And, and I love, too, that you're on for the same reason with your health experience. It's like, 
we can understand people that are going through hard times and we can help them see the resilience in their situation and know that there are other options and people that do care. Yeah. I think, I I think that's so important because people, I don't remember if we talked about this or not, but I think people need to be heard. And I think so more often than not, people listen to respond instead of listening to understand or connect. 100%. I do that. I'm a reactive person. But you also, you also ask like thoughtful follow-up questions. Like you ask thoughtful questions because you're generally and genuinely curious about something or just, you know, and, and some of it may be a way to be able to kind of circle a conversation back around but i mean that's just part of interviewing yeah or hosting yeah you know something as but you're right do because i mean if we just went off yeah tailspinning all over the place but you're just saying like the general public doesn't have an understanding of how to even listen and to hear people right like they just react and they just respond sometimes my i think my patients are surprised sometimes because it's like they'll be telling me something And I'll just, I'll be listening, right? Because that's what you do. That's what I do. But I pick out things that tell me something. And then if I think it's important, you ask more detailed questions that get you somewhere. Because, I mean, some people are so traumatized or stressed or whatever that that is their physical reality that's their physical feeling like it's not because something happened it's because of trauma or inflammation or just all of these things and it's like if you listen to people when they talk and they tell you like this has been going on or that's been going on or this happened or when i was younger this was you you pick up on so much that tells you something but they seem surprised that i pick those things out and then choose to pursue it it's like, I, do you think they're uncomfortable with it? I think some people like that aren't there for nutrition might wonder maybe like why that's relevant. But, but it is. I think I think the people that it's genuinely so want answers and they're sick of being passed like one doctor to the next to the next to the next medication just, to medication. Yeah. They want somebody that is going to listen. Yeah. Or just like really just hear them, even if it just said, like, even if it's just to say, like, I hear you, you know, like, I, that must be awful. I have no idea what that's like, but I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. And so many people know their bodies too better than they give themselves credit for. But I think every, I think that's because they're conditioned to not trust themselves. Yeah. And again, they're just, the media is telling us what to focus on. Well, now especially. Yeah. But, um, But just, I mean, I tell people all the time, like, you know your body better than anybody else. So what, I mean, how do you feel? Like, what do you think? Um, Yeah. You know, is there anything that you think might be related to this? You think is causing this? Is there anything that bothers you in particular? You know, you eat it and you feel like garbage or you're around it and you just don't feel good and you don't know why. Like, is there anything like that? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Because they're so used to being shut down. Yeah. By, you know, people that don't have time to listen. Yeah. It's like a perpetual sad round and round, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Our bodies are, our bodies are amazing. They are. And yeah, so many ways. I think it's so cool, the job that you have. And I love that, again, the chiropractor side is tied into nutrition because it's so valuable. It's all, it is. It's all, it's all connected. Yeah. And to pretend like it's not as ridiculous. Again, circling back to the <laughs> crazy documentaries we just looked up. That was the There's business of so drugs. many. Afflicted, stink. And then what was the one? The human experiment. That was when I was oh, talking about. Oh, and I about. told you to look back, look up, take back your power. Take back your power. Yeah. That one's not on Netflix though. I'm going to link all of these. Mm, I'd have to see. Maybe. Dr. Springob is in it. Let me just type that in. I don't know how to spell that, so I'm just going to... Spring ob. 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 Yeah. Buckets. I almost said... I almost pulled a Tyler there. This guy? Yeah. Oh, that's fun. That's a muscle testing, like... That is fun. That's what I do at work. Smart (laughs) meter. Here it is. Yes, that one. So I will link this one as well. What is this about, Jess? It's about the um It's about the 5G and the EMF and the smart oh, meters. Thank and you. Stuff. That's right. You did mention this. Okay, yeah, I'm going to include this one too. We're going to find the um actual film website. Oh god, can you just it might be the first thing you... One hour and 23 minutes. Yep, there you go. Bomb. Okay, so we've got that too. So yeah, I'll link all of these to... Because I'm wondering... Jess and Tess, rabbit hole number two. <laughs> so we that y'all can We have to come up with look. title, fun, like, episode titles. Well, we do. I agree with you. I don't know why I turned my timer on when I can just... I think you just wanted me to see it. Well, not even you, just us, because... One, I really appreciate your time because it's valuable. And, you know, I want you to be able to look at that and be like, Tess, I've blabbed now with you for an hour and 30 minutes or whatever you want. Maybe it'll be seven. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just like freaking out. I think you're freaking out. Probably because I do that all day and I shouldn't. I'm like never in a rush for anything. Well, I love that about you. It's all the more reason why I just love you. So we talked about our houses. Did I share enough? I feel like I did. I don't think you said much. You got distracted by, like, walls and things. Jeffrey Epstein, he's a real jerk. <laughs> I don't think that was what distracted well, you the first his time. woman is a real piece of work. I still can't believe that she's been walking free all this time. I'm glad she's been captured. Anyways, yeah. I got distracted by, yeah, Lord knows what, muddy well, carpet. I think, no, okay, I know what it was. We were talking about the pond. <laughs> <laughs> the pond. We were talking about yes. the pond, and then you asked me natural or chlorine, That's and then right. we went down a freaking we, rabbit and hole. And here is Oh, my God. It really is amazing. You <laughs> and I are like, you know the indoor ant things you can the buy? Ant farms? Yes. I need to buy you one for your wall that just says, Oh, my says, God. Don't, don't put an ant farm on my wall. <laughs> I know. I don't want any of that um, nonsense. 
Well, what what do you want to know? I mean, as you guys heard, Jess even said herself, it's beautiful out here. And I told her that it's like therapy sitting in this living room. I'm for it. But that's where the water came. Like, water is you, you, therapy. Yeah, it's therapy. That's where I was like, you need water. Well. Because that's the only thing that's missing. I'm definitely on board for a pond or something. So we're going to have to dabble with that. Even, like, a cute little pond. would, Or, um, not a pond, because we already said that. <laughs> cute little fountain, I feel yeah. like, could be cute. You just need a water feature of some sort. There's a lot of grass. For those of you that can't see through... <laughs> The Our describing yeah, abilities. Yeah. Just lots close of, your eyes and envision a lot of green. All the trees. Yep. Lots of trees. Lots of green. There is a road fairly close to our house. Literally, like... You can't see it very good, Yeah. Though. It's probably 80 feet from the back door. 60 feet. It's further than 60 feet. It's probably... I don't know. How many football Doesn't fields? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Less than one. Maybe half of a football field. All right. So, like, you know. 50 yards. The reason why I say it, yeah, is like a dog. Yeah, 50 yards. Now we have to convert that to feet, so I don't know. I was way off. About three. Say. Three. Yeah, I was way off. Oh, yeah, three feet in the yard. But it's like, if you had a dog. So 80. Yeah, if you had a dog here that liked to roam, I would worry, like, oh, they might run into the road. Things that I love about this house, again, Tyler's grandparents that went through some health issues couldn't live on their own. But all this greenery, all this yard for, like, the, the ability to just open my door in the morning and say, okay, girls, go potty, is huge. When in the apartments, I was trying to, like, manage two leashes. Macy's really good at it because she's been trained to do that. Yeah. But Midge would, like, go under my chair and around She, Macy. like, wraps you up, though. That's what right. she does. It's like the 101 Dalmatians thing where they get wrapped up together and they fall over and fall <laughs> in love, except the love just, you know de-escalates and I get more and more irritated at my <laughs> adorable animals. So I love that. That's like huge. I, I'm so excited about, I don't know if you're a camping person. I know Lindsay's I not, but I want her camping. to be. You do? I do. Like tent camping? Yeah. All right. All of what the about camping. Adam? Does he like it? I don't know if he's, <laughs> I do you don't think, think Adam and Tyler will get along. I do. Good. Well, do. he will be invited, but we're going to have a camp night. Okay. We're going to camp in the yard. We, yeah, we've literally, like, we painted these walls. We were talking about doing, because Tyler really wants to go camping, like, at a campground. Yeah. And then we were like, well, now that we have this huge yard, let's just have all of our friends here. Hell yeah. So. We're going to need some fire pits. Yes. Yes. So. We can make it happen. Bella found some sand in the backyard behind the shed, and we could not get her to come inside the other night. Wait. <laughs> Does she, is she so happy to be here? Yeah. Oh my gosh, she's hilarious. But so she came up like a few days, almost like a week before Adam did. And that was miserable. Yeah, what did you do with her when you were gone? When I was at work? She just hangs out. She's okay? Yeah, she's she's house trained. She like, if well, what was miserable you put her like it? a sunny spot on the floor and like she is she'll happy. She'll lay there till you're home. Yeah, she'll sunbathe. She'll like maybe look at you when you walk oh. in the door, but like she cannot be bothered. Oh, that's adorable. That's how Midge is too. Yeah, she's just, that's where Bella would be. Bella like curled can... up on a cushion Well, I want Bella to come over and hang out with my dogs. She's a little rambunctious. That's okay. She we have a huge She would probably jump yard. on you a lot. She can jump on not me. Very good listener. But you could play with her out here. I could. I don't think we'd let her run. Because she might road. not listen, yeah. Yeah. See, that's what's scary. Well, one day we'll put a fence so that you can come here and not have to worry yourself. But 
If yeah. you camp out, you'll just have to put her on a leash. That's fine. We have a giant crate. Good. Here, so it's not a big deal. But, she, yeah, she found she would not come inside the other Because of the sand. Because she was playing in the sand. Like rolling in it? Just like digging, digging. in it. She well, likes to like fun. fling stuff up and then try to chomp it. Like she looks like a tiny T-Rex or like a gargoyle adorable. or something. I feel like she's always going to be a puppy just like Midge. She was, does Midge chomp water when it comes out of the hose? Cause Midge does that with flies. Bella does. She was just like chomping. Chomp, chomp, chomp at the hose end. At the hose. And I'm like, what are you doing? And she was, I don't, she was on a mission. To eat that water. To eat the water. Every drop. But so then, so she likes swimming pools. Like in-ground swimming pools. Oh, So she, goodness. we were at Adam's parents' house. Yes. And she's like belly flopping in the pool. But she'll, like, she'll look at you like, are you ready? And then she just like lunges. <clears throat> oh my like, gosh, she sounds flops. like the best. I cannot wait to meet but her. But then she'll try to like swim, and then she's like all clumsy about it because her chest is too big, like a boxer, and so she like is unevenly floating in the flailing water, flailing around. So she's flailing, but she's loving it. But then she's splashing. So now she's trying to chomp the water that she's, she's splashing. splashing. Oh boy! And then she starts dropping. <laughs> she can't paddle. It's and like do Bella, all of get that. your Shit together. She needs a life jacket. That's adorable. She's, she's so cute. She's special. But how many times has she like lifted your mood? Because that's All of what the dogs times. are for. All of them. Good. Because she just always wants to lick your face. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Tyler and I have taken a huge heyday. Heyday? What do you call it when you don't get to do something you want for a long time? Hiatus? We had a big hiatus, not a heyday. A heyday would have been like a week long. Yeah, Yeah. that would have been a good time. That would have been a good time. Yeah, Tyler, obviously, he's been having shoulder problems. Why doesn't he I'm changing the subject. Because he's fixing my van. Oh, you mean... In general. Oh, you meant literally... Okay, sorry. I literally (laughs) literally. just told Jesse. Well, because he's fixing my van, she literally meant it to the chiropractic office. Well, he should. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. He needs to come see you and our massage therapist. Yeah. Because that's been very helpful for him. But he said he was going to come see me when we did the last podcast, which was in freaking January. Well, then... But so did I. But also Rona. So we need to just come see you. Right. And and your massage therapist wasn't there for almost all of Rona. Yeah. But now she's back. She is back. So I really need to make an appointment. We just, like, I'm trying to remember. So you've been in your house for a month and a half? Yeah. When did you I don't get back think from the Minnesota? beginning, I think the beginning of this, this month or the very end of June, we finally knew that we were going to move in here. So, like, it happened so quick. That is really quick because I feel like I saw the videos of you on the mower what is it a zero turn yes yes and we didn't know we were talking about it that was freaking awesome yeah thank you you look like a rock star i didn't i hadn't mowed in seven years i think it was so was that fun like was it a good time i mowed this lawn i have to do the patch up there there's a patch up there and there's a patch up here it'll take me like a half hour to finish it's very fun it's very freeing i bet it's, like, similar to when you get on a four-wheeler and you get to just go. It's like yeah. that. So, it's fun because, for those of you that don't know, I'm in a wheelchair. So, being able to, like, take care of a homestead. Like, I can't yeah. get on the mower, right, when no one's here and do well, it. Well, no, but, like. I have to be lifted on and I have to get off and pee if I need to. So, I need help. But, like, once I'm on, it's hand control. So, I do have some 
what independence out there, which yeah. is, it's a good feeling. Plus you can get the breeze in your hair. Yes. And be a little country girl like I want to be. Yeah. So that's been really great. Um, but yeah, for, for me lately, my pain's been really bad. And I feel like a lot of that has to do with Corona too, just being yeah. cooped up inside, thinking more about my pain, having less distractions. I mean, yeah. all the things we said. I'm not eating great either. Like, I, I feel like I'm a person that eats fairly well, generally speaking. Like, I like fruit. I like veggies. It's so stressful to go to the fucking grocery store, though. It Excuse is. Excuse me. And not even knowing language, what you but, want. Well, but I You mean, have to make a list now so you can go in there and get what you need. But, like, people that have, like, claustrophobia or, like, anxiety or anything, like... That is stressful. And now, now, like, the businesses are supposed to police the population and, like, employees are supposed to be right. rude to people. Right. And now Walmart Greeter is supposed to be at every single entrance. department store, except they're supposed to say, where's your mask, right? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, and then not let you in. Yeah, if you don't have one or you not don't comply. Right. It is. It's just stress- more stressful for anybody. I'm trying to wrap this up because Jesse and I have been flapping our gums for a while that's fine you'll edit like half of it out. i i mean i didn't take out too much last time but we were getting acquainted with the podcast last time this so time they're used to our nonsense by now that's very that's true probably what they just come to expect yeah they're like oh i'm gonna do my dishes and pick up dog crap from my yard <laughs> and i'm gonna put jess and tess on why well, listen to these two clowns yeah we're happy you're here try to everybody. figure out <laughs> yep figure out humanity we're gonna keep bringing you episodes might only be twice a year. Might be <laughs> four more in the next two months. We don't know, but it's a we're surprise. Yeah, but we're happy, right? Are you happy? I'm happy that yeah. you're on. I appreciate it. Me too. It. No, I was looking forward to this because it's been a while and yeah. we've been talking about it for a while. But we didn't know we were going to be getting houses. Yeah, well, and work gets crazy. Like it's weird how disconnected from the world you feel when you're on so many zoom meetings all the time and people are like why can you not be here on time like why are you why do you miss the call like i still go to work every day and like put pants on like some of you guys don't even are sitting get, in your bed don't even in. have to put pants on yeah, to do and, your job and anymore. also they should be the ones calling you yeah I mean, like, you should be on, but, like, they should be the one pushing the button, right? I don't really know. What's well, the etiquette on that? I have to join, like, it's a group, so it's like, I have to call in. Okay, and you can see when they're online? It's like Skype or something? Well, no, I mean, we have a set time that we're supposed to be on these okay. calls. Yeah. yeah, it's a weird time as I'm yawning. No, stop it. I know. Um... Well, and I know, too, like, before I even started my podcast, you and I were talking about unhealthy relationships, and I think we should talk about that maybe next rabbit hole if you're comfortable. Yeah, we can do that. I've been doing a lot of, uh, a lot of work Ref- with my therapist, so. Would you all- be comfortable? Because I have, fine. too. And Yeah. Um, no, it doesn't bother me at Yeah, all. you know, when we talk about mental health being an issue, again, we want you guys to feel like you have a trusted source in Jess and I. Yeah. We might not understand what you're going through, but, like, we're here to hear you and we're here to share our hardships and how we've been able to overcome them and be resilient. So we just want everybody to do that, too. Um. I guess we can end on how we de-stress in a time of uncertainty and, you know, 
The Rona. The Rona. I like the long pause there. I'm going to leave that. Um, so, yeah, I, like I said, massage therapy is huge for me. My pain, my pain could be an 8 out of 10, right, mm-hmm. one day, and then I go see my massage therapist, and it's like, I feel wonderful for a week more, you know? Like, well, it good. just, yeah, and I think part of that, too, is just with my paralysis, I'm yeah. so stiff. I think it's, be- like, you, I mean, which is obvious, but it's because you're not Running moving. around. I'm not walking. Yeah. Well, you don't get to disperse, like, inflammation. You don't get to get your lymphatics moving. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't get to get Lymphatics? That. Is that, like, cardio? No. Well, I mean, cardio would get your lymphatics moving, but lymphatics is more, like, your spleen and your lymph nodes. Think of the stuff that, like, filters out the junk. Yeah. Yeah, so you're your right. I mean, detox. again, everything's connected. So you're saying the more yeah. you move, the more you can. Yeah, I need to stand in my stander more. I would love to go swimming more, biking more. I just, like you said, I yeah. haven't because moving. I mean, I have left less of an excuse than you because you have a full time job. Well, high five. Yeah, I do have a full time job <laughs> <laughs> that you've worked very hard for. Yes. So. Yes, adulting. Mm-hmm. adulting. But how do you distress? I like music. Like I need. You just I get home and turn music on. Music. I have music on all the time. Like in the car, at the house. What I just. I need music. Are you a reader? I love to read. Although I haven't read anything during this whole craziness. Me neither. Mostly because like my whole world was in like a tailspin just from uh, i guess not tailspin but like a whirlwind i don't know just it was spiraling transitions are hard (laughs) especially during a pandemic yeah it was just a lot and you know the just with executive orders changing all the time the laws changing all the time like what are we allowed to do what are we not allowed to do i cannot imagine being in the healthcare industry like you during this time because it's constantly changing well in our office like we are not like very we don't feed into the fear Stuff we don't can't. buy into the fear stuff. You can't. Um, is the virus real? Sure, the virus is real. I mean, but I'm I gonna go crawl into a cooler to, for the next but like, six months. Yeah, no. I don't. I don't think like staying inside and not challenging your immune system with anything is right. a, is a solid life choice. Right. Like, I, don't I don't either. It's not that's... good for your mental health. No, we're humans. No. Yeah. I just. Um, I haven't. It's hard to quiet your mind enough to read. Like, I like to yeah. read when I can quiet my mind and listen. But when I'm reading and I'm, like, at three pages and then I'm thinking about how that FedEx guy shot that judge's son. Yeah. Like, that I, kind yeah. of stuff. I just have tried. I also, I like just mindless things sometimes. So, like, I have I have a game on my iPad. It's like dragons. I don't know. I just... You like to, are you the dragon or do you beat dragons? No, you just, you hatch them. Oh. You like. They're like eggs? It's like like a game. I don't know. You just like. That's adorable. It's like those like farming games or whatever. It's just with dragons. I like to play Scrabble Go on my phone for fun. So you like to still have to think hard. Well, I do hate it when I don't have a word to play. That sucks. (laughs) That's like in real life, Scrabble. It's upsetting. Yeah. I need to just stop scrolling on my phone. That's what I do. That's mindless and that's not good. Well, yeah. And then I go down the rabbit holes on Facebook and those are way less fun than ours. Yeah. Yeah, they are. 
I know. It's like I want to. I want us to be able to talk about other things than you know all the BS that's in. There. I also so think we, we went like five months though without. There was a lot to catch up on. There was a lot, and there's a lot like there's a lot happening, and it's kind of it would be silly to ignore it. Right. Exactly. No, that's all very true. And so. sometimes like sarcasm is a form of humor or therapy. Oh or God, whatever, I'm, so. I'm sarcastic so much, and sometimes people are sarcastic with me, and I've like forgot how to laugh. Yeah, see, that's rough. I know. I know that I talked to you about, like, coming and seeing you and talking about supplements uh-huh. before I tried an antidepressant. Uh-huh. And I started an antidepressant. <laughs> so you didn't do what you said? <laughs> I didn't. And I'm regretting it because I feel like, I'm not saying that it's not helping in some ways, but it's messing up some things in other ways that I don't want to, what's the word? I don't want to compromise on that. Like, oh yeah. Um, like sacrifice. Yeah. Like when you're paralyzed, this isn't going to be TMI for Jess, but it might be for you guys. So (laughs) sorry about it. (laughs) Yeah. Shits. Like when you're paralyzed, your poop has to be formed or harder than formed. If it's soft, like, that doesn't work. You can't pull poop out of your body as a paralyzed person and have a bowel regimen when your poop is soft. And a lot of antidepressants make you nauseated or make your poop soft. I'd have to look and see, like, what... Or some of them do. The one that I'm on does, and I'm struggling with that. I don't, I don't want to be less independent in an area that I must be mm-hmm. for, like, a medication that isn't, I don't know. I just feel like, too, it's, like, made made it harder for me to articulate things, and I just feel, you know, you always hear people say, like, oh, I feel kind of numb. Yeah. That's not a good place to be. Like, that's not a good feeling to have. Looking back, why did I start an antidepressant during a pandemic? I feel like some people will look at you and say, why wouldn't you? I mean... Well, thank you. That's very nice. And, and, it, and I'm, again, I'm not sad that I tried it. I tried some Balta. So we started me on 30 milligrams, and mm-hmm. it worked really well. I woke up with no pain. I woke up with no pain. First time I've yeah. not had no pain waking up in the morning, like, since I was on Oxy. So, like, that's huge. But then, because it went so well, we tried to double it to 60. That was too much. I felt insane. Like, I was hyperactive. You know me. I'm already yeah. a hyper person. So, that was just like, no good I for you. I could tell that I was, like... So, it was, like, almost, like, speed for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, then I went down to 40. I think I want to go all the way back down to 30 or even try 20. Again, I think it's helping my pain in some ways. But, well, because Cymbalta they use for migraines and, like, nerve pain, I think. Yep, yep. They use it for um, pain, whether that's headaches or um, nerve pain, like you said. Um, Sleep, depression, and anxiety, I think, are the things. That's a very... Those are all very different. Sleep isn't technically... Those are all very different mechanisms. Yeah, sleep isn't technically one of the things, but it's helped me sleep. That doesn't surprise me, though, because if you're depressed, you don't have enough serotonin. If you don't have enough serotonin, you don't make melatonin. 
that you need to sleep. So so you're saying so, the serotonin's helped me sleep. Well, I'd have to look and see what type of yeah. drug that Cymbalta is because if it's a is it selective a, serotonin reuptake inhibitor, that would mean selective. It. I think it's an NNRI. Is that a thing? Maybe. It's probably or not. an SSRI. SSRI, I don't know. So anyway, we're going to talk about this because... Deloxetine. Yep. If I go down, I will want your help with some type of supplements. I got you. Um, You just tell me when. And I appreciate you saying, like, well, who wouldn't? Because mental health is such an issue now, and I was so sick and tired of feeling just, like, I had nothing to do, and I had nothing excited exciting to do on my schedule and I just like thought a little kick in the butt with this would be good and it like I said it's helped with my pain a little bit but going up on more was not the right thing so okay so Cymbalta is a serotonin norepinephrine wow norepinephrine norepinephrine reuptake inhibitor so it's an SNRI Because people with depression don't have enough serotonin. Or, so, serotonin is one of those things that gets released from one nerve and then picked up somewhere else. It, like, yeah. It's a it neuro- gets balanced out by something. Neurotransmitter. So, they work on, like, feedback systems. So... The serotonin goes into the synaptic cleft, and then it binds to receptor sites. Sometimes it dissipates in the cleft before it can bind to the receptor sites because it gets taken back up into the synapse. We're going to have to fact check that. But it's okay. Mostly, it's... I, mostly because I don't know if I'm using the right words. Um, because I wasn't prepared for this conversation. But With the depression, that's what's happening. Right, and so what happens is some of these drugs work by basically stopping the reuptake of the serotonin so, so that, that it hangs out, it. so that it hangs out in the synaptic cleft longer and has a greater likelihood to bind to no, the receptor sites. No, that makes sites. complete sense. But serotonin is a precursor for melatonin. So if you don't have enough serotonin, it would stand to reason that you probably wouldn't have enough melatonin yeah. either. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't want to, like, go – I don't want to create more drama for myself. Like, if I need or it works well for my body to be on 20 milligrams or 30 milligrams, yeah. like, that's okay. But, like, I don't want to have crap in my brief or, like, can't get out a bowel movement Yeah, because my guts are pissed for – that when I feel like my brain and I'm pointing at my brain when I say that it's like I know that I could be doing things for my mental health that I am not doing yet that might not do the same things the medication is doing but would greatly help in the direction with more holistic ideas like exercise eating better getting sleep it's not sometimes it's not even that simple though. I mean, and I don't mean to say that like you ca- it can't be done with lifestyle and nutrition and stuff like that, but sometimes it's just not that simple. Um like depression runs in my family. I am genetically predisposed pre- predisposed to it. Yes, as am I. 
because because there's certain genetic pathways that work on different enzymes and different things on how your body works. But if you look at like the pathway for neurotransmitters, like if you have a, a protein, like let's say a piece of turkey, turkey has an amino acid called tryptophan in it. Tryptophan gets converted into 5-hydroxytryptophan or 5-HTP, which then your body can convert into serotonin. And then the body can convert that into melatonin. But along those conversion steps, so think of like next to the little arrow that goes between one to the next. In order to get tryptophan, you have to be able to digest your proteins. So your stomach acid needs to be adequate. You have to not be stressed to the max because you have to actually be able to have your digestive system work. Then it has to get to the gut where you need the right type of bacteria to, to actually absorb the nutrients to actually create the neurotransmitters mm, yeah and actually cause that conversion where you have now tryptophan from your piece of turkey that you had and you can you have enough vitamin d you have enough zinc you have enough b6 right. there's you have, so many things you that have enough help me. of these things that will drive that reaction forward because, like, if you, if you need, like, let's say you're going to bake a cake, right? You need the flour, you need the egg, you need the oil, you need the water, right? And then it all makes it become the right consistency, the right flavor, bake how you want it to at that temperature. But now let's say that you, you have the egg and you have the flour and you have water, but you don't have the oil, so now what? Mm-hmm. Or let's say you have the flour and you have the oil and you have the water, but you don't have the egg to emulsify the oil and the water together. Mm-hmm. Then you're not and doing And make anything. the mixture. Then yeah. how are you going to get a cake? Yeah. So that's what I worry about is like, yeah, my guts are pissed. I also don't feel as hungry. That's annoying. Yeah. So, well, because if it's an upper, then you don't want to be eating because you're elevated. That's why, like, stuff like Adderall, too, mm-hmm. you lose your appetite because it's like yeah. speed. Yeah. So, I, I just want to find the right amount and then try maybe some supplements with you if you think that would be. I think it is helpful, especially like if your goal at some point is to have to no longer take the antidepressant. That'd be great. Because what you have to do is replace what was missing in the first place. Right. Because you I can't just correct, go off and still be depressed. You have to correct the underlying cause so that when you take away the band-aid, you don't bleed out. Right. And and I realize that and I guess I I feel very like Like, I don't have any good ideas besides doing those small steps that could only supplement and help, like, exercise, sleep, and, you know, going to the pool and whatever. Yeah. But, like... But those things are... I mean, those are all good things. Like, movement is good. Yeah. I mean, there's a real thing, like, the runner's high. Like, when you get, you know, any sort of cardio... It's good for you. ...where it creates your own endorphins, your own anandamide, which is your own body's CBD. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean. Yeah, the more that I can do 
that stuff is going to be good and helpful. And I'll sleep better if I exercise, you know? So I just need to get into a better lifestyle. And I say that and I'm being totally honest and I, I'm excited. Like you asked about the mower to be in a house where I can go be a rock star. Mow my lawn. Yes. All right, Jesse, you should wrap this up. Me? Yeah. What am I going to wrap it up with? I don't know. You could do a really quick summary with like four words. Or you could just A summary make about what in four words? The rabbit hole we just went down for the past hour and Oh, 30, for the love of minutes, God. 2020 seconds. is Jumanji. It is. And... We're both homeowners. <laughs> Which is super exciting. It is exciting. And we like to watch Netflix documentaries because what else are you going to do when you can't go out to a restaurant or socialize with your friends? We should just have one episode where we uh, rate and discuss um, a list of documentaries. I'm so down. Or like the, the thoughts that it created. Yeah. When we watched it. Okay, have you seen the documentary Heal? No. You'll love it. Okay. It's on Netflix. I have another random thought. Please share it. Oh my god. We are not gonna... limited. And no, by the way, we said wrap it up and no, I have Well, do you want me to thought. just type it in the bottom and no, stop it? No, because it kind of has to do a little bit with I, I don't think you should feel bad. I think you should just share it. Okay. Cause so <laughs> This is so out there. But I just wonder if anyone else ever thinks these thoughts. Sure, I have. Okay, so we talked about corona, right? We talked about vitamin D being important. We talked about Jeffrey Epstein. Right, but hold on. Let me go with this thought real fast, because if we throw Epstein into it, we're going to get lost. So all those things about corona, right, and how it affects... African-Americans or people with darker pigmented skin more severely than people with light colored skin. Yep. And so when all of these like riots were happening and like these protests and these marches and all of these things, right? Like when we're supposed to be wearing masks because we're not supposed to spread the virus, a lot of the people showing up for these protests were people of color. People of color. And then you have things that were meant to incite a riot that may have been placed there intentionally. Like the bricks, like the pallets the bricks of bricks. And like all these things. I saw right. that. That was crazy. So if they were placed there, like we're just going to run with it for a second. And then you have all of these minority groups of people who happen to have darker pigmented skin who most likely have a lower ability to synthesize or a a more difficult time synthesizing vitamin D from the sun and who generally have lower vitamin D status if they were to get their blood checked. And you're going to get them all together in large groups and tear gas and and shout and all these things, right? When you tear gas somebody, like, have you ever been tear gassed? No, I don't okay. plan on it. It's not a good time. <laughs> it's like mace. It's like bear mace. It's it's not a good time. Like you're you have snot running out of your face. Have like, you been tear gassed? <laughs> 
I went to Michigan State. So, but I mean, you're, you're spitting, you're coughing, you're crying, like there's snot coming out of your face. And like, this is how this is spread, right? And now you're going to... Right, you're not going to keep your mask on after you got sprayed with tear gas. Right, but now you have all this stuff that you're you're making all these people cough, all these people, like, bodily fluids everywhere. For flying on one another. Right. And, and it's an entire population of people that don't have a very good outlook if they were to catch this virus. And women and children. Right, but it's just, like, I don't, minority. it's just, it, you look at it and it's like, did somebody do this intentionally? Like, and t- the use of tear gas violates the Geneva Convention for war. I just think it's sad how, like, we have to talk about race, right? We have to. But at the same time, it's sad that we have to in 2020. Yeah. But anyways, that was a random thought I had. I just, like... It's just stupid to you. It's like, what are you doing? Doesn't that just further make you think, like, this is a racist government? Oh, yeah. I mean, how do you just not... further, yeah, just further says that to me. We don't care about men, women, or we don't care about women and children and minorities. Yeah. And elderly. Like, the guy getting pushed by... Yeah. And the stuff going on in Portland right now, that's insane. I, I don't even watch the... You I, shouldn't. I literally it's have 50, no idea what is going on it's in like the It's like the 54th day of horrible militarized force in Portland. It's like the 54th day, and the mayor is saying, like, we don't want you here. Go away. They're unmarked militarized... I actually haven't watched much about it either, but it's horrible. It's really horrible. Yeah. So, anyways, there's going to be more happy things coming your way, everybody. I don't know how happy any of that was. We promised you a rabbit hole, and we sure went down it. It has been, like, we'll see how much of this you guys get, but, I mean, that's, like, an hour and 30-some-odd minutes of... Yeah, I must have started that. total ADHD thoughts. Yeah, but you know what? It's fine. It is fine. It's fun because, like I said, if you're scooping crap out in your lawn or washing dishes or you're home alone and you just need to listen in on a conversation between two people, we've got you. It's like we just allowed you to eavesdrop into our nonsense. It's fun. It's like if we were talking loud at a restaurant. Yeah. And you were were sitting sitting at the next table like, good for the (laughs) love of God, what is wrong with these two? Right. So you're welcome. You're welcome. And it's funny you say that because... I asked my mom, I was like, what did you think about the episode? She was like, well, I felt like I was eavesdropping in on a phone call. It's like, you're so funny. Oh, our first one? Well, yeah, just like my episode. She feels like she's, yeah, listening in, like you said, at a restaurant or on the phone. Oh. Like back when we were kids, you could like pick up the phone and like listen. Real quietly. Yeah. And then they'd be like. Hit the mute button so nobody could hear you breathing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because people would always be like, wait, I hear you breathing. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys. It's been another episode. We're now doing our like third goodbye. So. We'll see which ones of these guys, these ones you guys get. Yeah. Jesse. We'll see you next time. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. This has been Push Diaries Podcast. Please visit our website at pushdiariespodcast.com to see our mission and learn more about the guests. 
this is your podcast too. I want to hear your stories. Email me at pushdiariespodcast at gmail.com. And consider supporting the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pushdiariespodcast. Thank you for listening.